Thanks for tuning in to the Harvest Springs weekly podcast. Every week we'll provide you with the weekend message from our Sunday service. All right. Well, today we have the distinct honor and privilege of having Pastor Gary Hart from Victory Church join us this morning. We're very excited to have him here today. Pastor Gary is the senior pastor at Victory Church, and they are known for having a life-giving culture and focusing on helping people win. So we're very excited to have Pastor Gary here. We want to thank him for joining us this morning. Is anybody excited to be in church this morning? Well, Joe is, amen. Glad to have you here. I am so thrilled to be with you here at Harvest Springs this morning. I've been looking forward to this day since uh, the early spring, and I just want you to know, uh, we love Harvest Springs Community Church. We love this church so much. We love your pastors. Uh, we, we love your staff. Uh, man, we just love you. We love your church. And we're, we're so grateful that we have the wonderful honor and privilege of partnering together with you in the wonderful mission of advancing the purpose of the kingdom of God right here in Great Falls, Montana. We couldn't be more excited to be partnered with you. My wife, Pam, sends her greetings to you as well today. She wanted uh, to be with us today, but as you know, summer sometimes leaves you a little shorthanded in certain key areas, and so she is back at uh, Victory Church this morning doing what she does best, and that's helping people come into the presence of God through our praise and worship. My son Spencer is actually covering the pulpit today, uh, so proud of him, but God has been so good to us, and and we just really, it's my honor and privilege to be here with you today. Did I happen to mention how much we love Harvest Springs? Uh, we just love this church. Amen. How many of you are ready for the word of God today? Are you ready? Did you come ready? Well, we're going to dive right into the scriptures. And I want to share this morning a scripture with us that many of you are probably very familiar with. But it is my experience that oftentimes when people refer to this scripture, that they stop far short in receiving the full intention of what Paul gave to us in this doxology, doxology in Ephesians chapter 3. And so we're going to look at it together today, and, and hopefully we'll bring some stuff out of here that I think will be very, very helpful to you. So if you have your Bibles uh, and you want to turn to the book of Ephesians chapter number 3, we're going to look at verses 21, or 20 and 21 together. Say, I'm ready. Come on, convince me. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, here we go. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine. That's where most people stop. And that's a wonderful truth. God is able to do immeasurably more than all we could ask or even imagine. But he didn't stop there. He said it's according to his power that is at work within us. It's according to his power that is at work within us. To him be all glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations. Aren't you thankful for those three words? Throughout all generations. That means this scripture applies to you and me. We're included in this. When Paul wrote these, these, these truths in the scriptures, it includes us. Come on, aren't you excited about that? It says, to him be all the glory throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. When 
uh, your pastor, Pastor Corey, uh, spoke to with me earlier this spring, and he asked me if I would be willing uh, to come and share with you as your congregation. I know he was, he was planning on taking a little sabbatical. What's this three-month thing? Anybody ever heard of a three-month? I mean, I, I, I got to talk to him about this. That sounds like a pretty good deal right there. But he asked me if I would come and, and share with his congregation. I was so excited. I was so thrilled. And, and for, for Pastor Corey, I would, I would do anything. I mean, he, if he asked me, I would, I would be there. I just love uh, the church so much. But when he spoke with me, he indicated that his desire was truly to demonstrate that although there are many different congregations in the city, there is really only one church. Amen. Right? And that, that is true. Each congregation is unique and has its own unique mission and vision and calling from God. But collectively together, that is a good thing because each of us are able to bring our own uniqueness to accomplish more and bring a diversity of ministry to our city. Harvest Springs is a unique church. Come on. Turn to the person next and say, you're unique. <laughs> so that makes Harvest Springs a unique church. And Harvest Springs has a unique mission and brings an incredible ministry and benefit to the community of Great Falls. Victory Church is a unique church with its own unique mission and brings what we believe is a tremendous benefit to our city. The same can be true of New City or Solid Rock or Central Assembly or, or Faith Center, which is now Antioch Church. None of us are the same, but we are unique. And together, we are able to bring a whole host of benefit to our city. And I believe that's the way God intended it. Funny story. Uh, at least it's funny to me. It may not be funny to you. But uh, a couple of uh, years ago, before we moved into our new facility, over on 13th Street South, uh, I had what I thought was a God idea. Anybody with me today? He had that, that moment where you feel like, man, this is a God idea. How many of you know there's a huge difference between a good idea and a God idea, right? And, and, and so I was, I was wrestling with this thing. What I was doing was I was kind of thinking through um, uh, slogans for the church, right? You know, uh, mantras, uh, statements, some might, might, might call it uh, branding, right? And I had this thought enter my mind. Victory Church, a church for everyone. Kind of sounds good, doesn't it? I mean, don't we want to be a church where anyone would feel comfortable, anyone would want to go to? And so I had this thought, Victory Church, a church for everyone. But it really didn't take me long to discover that this was not only not a God idea, this wasn't even a good idea, right? You see, our mission, our strategy, our style, our doctrine really is not for everyone. Victory is unique. We're not for everybody. And that's hard to admit, right? But it was easy for us to recognize as we went through a series of tests that put that tagline to the test and quickly moved it into the dumpster pile. Can I say amen, right? Because, because we just realized, right, that we aren't for every 
buddy. And I had to personally come to grips with that truth and settle that issue in my heart and realize that this is exactly why there are diversity of churches with uniqueness in their mission that allows God's people to find a place that they connect with and that together as a multitude of congregations, we make up the one church with a far greater impact than any one of us could just by ourselves. Amen? Now, I'd always known that. I'd known that. I, I, I know we're not in competition with one another, but see, it took me going through that experience to have a greater appreciation for the church. The church in its multitude of congregations and that is why I can say truly from the bottom of my heart today, I love Harvest Springs. I love this church, and I am for you. I am for this church in every way that I possibly can be, and I am so grateful for you and for the strength that you bring to our city, the strength that you bring to our faith community in this city and that together we're partners in the wonderful mission of bringing the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ to our city. Are there any Ford truck guys out there? Are there any Ford truck guys? Come on, be proud of it. Right? Don't be bashful. I'm a Ford truck guy, right? In fact, I don't know why. I can't tell you exactly why I'm a Ford truck guy. It's just I've always driven a Ford truck. In fact, I've always driven a red Ford truck. Every time I get a new truck, I think, I'm not going to buy red this time. And then I see a red truck, and I buy the Ford truck. I don't know why it is. But I'm also aware of the fact that there are people out there, there are actually guys and gals out there who actually prefer Chevys. I don't get that, right? Ford trucks ride like a truck. Chevy trucks ride like a Cadillac. Chuck drives a Chevy, and when I go for a ride in, it's just like, where's the truck feel, <laughs> right? But then I'm also aware of the fact that there are some guys out there, they, they love Ram trucks. <laughs> Ram. <laughs> Toyota Tundras. Come on. There's a whole host of trucks out there, and why do I bring that up? It's because different models offer people different opportunities to connect with different features that trucks have and gives them opportunity to find what meets their unique need. And the same is true in the church, right? We have unique differences in our churches and we don't need a one-size-fits-all style of church. We don't. We need a diversity of congregations that bring their own unique style and strength to the community and make the one church stronger and better. Can I hear a big amen? amen? So with that thought in mind, let me share with you three thoughts from our text today that I believe applies to every church, to every congregation, and to every person in every congregation. I want to give you something today that you can take away from this morning 
that I think will benefit you and help you in your walk with Christ. So here's, here's three thoughts. We're going to read through our text scripture one more time. All right, just want you to see this. Ephesians chapter 3, verses 20 and 21. Look at it together, together again. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Before I get into my three points, can I just throw something in here for free? I think it's really interesting that he says, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus. Have you ever noticed in the scripture that you cannot separate Christ from the church? They go together, right? He is the head. The church is his body. They go together, right? And so I hear people say, well, I, I love Christ, but I'm not sure I need anything to do with the church. Hello? What if I went up to my wife and said, sweetheart, I love your head, but I'm not really fond of your body. How many of you think I would get away with that? Not at all. Because you see, the church and Christ go together. And so if you're going to have a relationship with Christ, you need to be connected to and have a relationship with his church. Come on, somebody. To him who is able to do immeasurably more than we could ask or even imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, come on, all generations, forever and ever, amen. Come on, here's three big thoughts you can take away from this. If you're taking notes, here's number one. Since God is able to do immeasurably more than we could ask or even imagine, point number one, ask big, imagine big. Come on, ask big, imagine big. Come on, think about it. If God is able to do immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine, why not ask big and imagine big? I really feel like God has called me here today to encourage you and to challenge you to dare to begin to believe God for bigger things than you've ever asked or imagined from him before. I want to tell you today, you are God's masterpiece, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God prepared beforehand that you should walk in them. There is something great on the inside of you that's just waiting to get out. God has a plan. God has a purpose for your life. God wants to use you to mightily advance the purpose of his kingdom. So since God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly, immeasurably more than you could ever ask or imagine, why not think big, ask big, imagine big? I wonder if at times, if we limit God because we ask too little and imagine too little. If, if we just don't think perhaps that God could use us or, or God has any 
immeasurable purpose for our life, right? And so we don't dare to believe God. We don't dare to, to trust God. We don't dare to, to get our faith out there to where God could do something supernatural through our lives. But I'm here to tell you today, God wants to use you in big ways. So go ahead and dream big. Go ahead and imagine big. Go ahead and ask big things of God. In James chapter 4, verses 2, the, the second half, verse 2 and verse 3, has some amazing instruction for us when it comes to asking. Look what it says. You do not have because you do not ask. And when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. There's two questions. Are you asking? Are you asking? Maybe today you haven't asked God for anything. Maybe, maybe you've limited God because you've, your ask is too small. Maybe you need to begin to ask God for some big things. Begin to imagine God for some big things. And secondarily, are you asking with the right motives? Because he says, you ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend what you get on your own pleasures. Is what you're asking for only influencing your world or does it influence the world? Is what you're asking for only affecting you or is it affecting and advancing the purpose of the kingdom of God? Here, let me explain. Perhaps you're here today and you're not feeling well. Maybe you've got sickness or, or illness in your body and you, and you believe that the Jesus wants to heal you. So you say, God, please heal me. Now here's the question. Why do you want God to heal you? Is it so that you can feel better? Or is it because I'm on a mission from God and I don't have time to be sick? God's got his hand on my life. God has something for me to accomplish. It's bigger than me. Yes, I want to feel better, but I'm on assignment. God's got his hand on my life. I want, to, I want to fulfill God's plan and God's purpose for my life. That's why I need healing and health and wholeness in my body so I can fulfill his purpose. It's bigger than just me. In fact, it was never about me. It's about how God wants to flow through my life. So since God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or even imagine, why not ask big? Why not imagine big? Number two, not only do we need to ask big and imagine big, but number two, we've got to activate God's power within us, right? Activate God's power in us. Paul says that God does what he does according to his power that is at work within us. God does what he does according to his power that is at work within us. The word power is the Greek word dunamis, supernatural ability, God's power. God's supernatural ability is in us. Come on, somebody. It's in there. But he says it's God's power that is at work the word work there is the Greek word energeo. It means to activate, 
So we could say God is able to do immeasurably more than we could ask or even imagine according to his supernatural power that is activated in us. I kind of like the liken it unto a, a light. The power is present to light the light bulb. But in order to light the light bulb, you've got to activate the power by turning on the switch. Come on, somebody. Right? The power's there. The power's in you. But you've got to activate the power of God that is in you. How do we do that? How do we activate that power? We activate it by faith. Faith is that which activates the power of God. And faith is active. Faith is not passive. Faith is active. It does something. It moves in a direction. And so we've got to put faith to what we're asking God for. We've got to put faith to what we're imagining God for in order for that thing to be activated and released in, in our lives, the power of God. You see, it's not up to God entirely, but it's in partnership with us. It's according to his power that is at work or activated in us. Let me give you a little example. Back in the spring, Corey had asked me if I would come and, and share. And so I said, absolutely, I, I'm on board with that. And um, so he called me later on and said, hey, I would love for you to, to be able to, to speak on, on July 11th. Would, would you be available on July 11th? And I said, well, absolutely, I'll clear my calendar. I'll be there on July 11th to, to minister. And awesome. So we put it on the calendar. We're ready to go. He called me a couple uh, weeks later and said, um, I, I, made a, I made a little error. Our church is going to be involved in Serve Day on July 11th. And so we aren't going to be having church. We're going to be going out into our city uh, to, to serve our city. And I thought, man, that, that's awesome. And so he said, can you come on the 18th? I said, absolutely, I'm there. And then I had this thought. You know, we've been praying as a church to have some inroad into our city, some way of serving our city, connecting with our city, ministering to our city. And I thought, man, what a great opportunity for us because I knew New City was doing Serve Day on the 11th. Now Harvest Springs is doing Serve Day on the 11th. Uh, what an opportunity for us, Victory Church, to join in with New City and Harvest Springs and multiply our effectiveness in the city by joining them. So I called up Pastor Corey. I said, Pastor Corey, is it all right if Victory Church joins you guys on Serve Day on the 11th of July? He said, man, that'd be awesome. I called up Pastor Nate and said, Nate, well, we're, we're going to join in with you guys on Serve Day on July 11th. He said, that's so cool. I said, is there anybody else you think maybe some other churches want to get on board? And so we started getting the word out and we knew uh, Solid Rock came on board with us. And I know uh, Faith Center wanted to. We got to them just a little bit too late, but, but all these other churches began to express interest. When I made that decision for Victory Church to begin to position ourselves to be a part of serve day, God began to open up all kinds of doors. There were, there were opportunities that began to present themselves. God gave me a, a coordinator to come alongside and help coordinate the whole thing. And I mean, she just, she blew me out of the water about how God used her to coordinate all of these events. And, and we were able as a church to do immeasurably more than I had ever asked or could even have imagined. But it was according to the power that was activated in us when we decided to be a part of Serve Day. 
Now, add to that Harvest Springs, New City, Solid Rock. And the impact that our churches had on this city in one four-hour period on a Sunday morning, July 11th. Because we were willing to activate our faith, release the power of God that was within us, God was able to do immeasurably more than we could have ever asked or even imagined but it was according to his power that was at work within us. Amen? It's awesome. I mean, I look around the sea, I see all the projects that, that we were able to be a part of, that you were able to be a part of, the new city was a, able to be a part of, and it blows my mind what we were able to accomplish because we were willing to ask big, imagine big, and allow our faith to be activated, the power of God within us. And that brings me to point number three. Not only should we ask big and imagine big, not only do we need to activate his power within us through our faith, but number three, we need to give him all the glory. Give him all the glory. You see, it's him who is able to do immeasurably more than we could ask or even imagine. It's his power that is truly at work within us. It really has nothing to do with us. It's all about him. It's all about giving to him what he alone is worthy of. As I, as I reflect back on last week, and our experience at Victory Church, and I know I've heard several of you talking about it even this morning, about the joy that you received from being out in the city last week and serving our community. How, how exciting it was, how wonderful it was to be able to be out there and, and, and doing things for our city, to bless our city. And what a joy that was. And I look at some of the projects that we were involved in. I, I don't know all the projects you guys were involved in, but I know some of the projects that we were involved in, that, that was hard work. And it was a warm day out there. Come on. We had some sweat equity going on. It was hard work. And yet our people came back rejoicing grateful, thankful for the privilege of being used by God to serve our city. And that's really the way it ought to be. I'm so proud of our people. So proud of them because of their attitudes. With joy, with joy we were able to serve. With joy we were able to minister. And that's the way God intended it to be. That we would make sure that we recognize it's him. It's him who's at work in us. It's him that is doing the immeasurably more than we could ask or even imagine. It's his power that's working in us. We need to make sure that we're giving him 
all the glory. It's not about us, folks. It's not about us at all. It's all about him. It's all about magnifying him, glorifying him. To him be all the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. And so I just thought it might be appropriate today in light of all that God accomplished through us last Sunday through Serve Day, that we would just close our service today, take a moment and give God the glory that he alone is worthy of. So I'm gonna invite you, if you would, just to stand with me. We're gonna sing a song together. And I'm gonna invite you right now to take the opportunity to truly, truly give God the glory that he was deserving of. If you served in Serve Day last week, you should be the loudest one singing. Perhaps if you didn't have the opportunity, you can still participate because you know that God wants to work through your life to do the immeasurably more than we could ask or even imagine. But today, come on, just for the next few moments, let's focus on him and give him the praise he alone is worthy of. Amen. God bless you and thank you for letting me be here today. Thanks so much for listening to the Harvest Springs podcast. Our hope is that you hear the truth of God's word and that you are encouraged and challenged by it. If you would like to take your faith journey to the next level, check out the Getting Started plan on our mobile app or our website, harvestsprings.com. The Getting Started plan is a seven-day video-based teaching that will help you start your relationship with Jesus off in the right direction. And if there's anything that we can do to help, just fill out a connection card on our website or on the mobile app.